I'm bringing somebody a fresh word from heaven today. The Lord has gripped my heart. And uh, I think I'm preaching to a lot of people, but there's maybe some more specific than others that the Lord has placed you upon my heart today to deliver this message to the church. So I want to read from, from Jeremiah 51 and verse 21. And with thee, everyone say with thee. And with thee will I break in pieces the horse and his rider. And with thee will I break in pieces the chariot and his rider. I want to preach for a little while on this thought. The horse and his rider. The horse and his rider. And I want to be very clear from the beginning that we often identify the personnel. When we think of war, we think of battle, when we think of victory, even in textual context, we think of the people, we think of the Egyptians, we think of Pharaoh, we think of the men, we think of, in this case, the Babylonians, we think of them. But he said, not just them, but that which carries them to you, the horse and his rider. Will you pray with me all over this room today? Would you ask God to help us in this house? Would you pray like you know someone in this place needs to walk out feeling victorious and deliverance? Come on to a mom who's been overwhelmed for her children, to a husband who's been overwhelmed about health, to a couple that's been overwhelmed with a family situation. We've been in family month, but you have dynamics in the home. Maybe not even with each other, but the circumstances of life. Would you pray that right now? God, open our hearts and our minds. Help us to receive what you have for us here today. We, we desperately, oh God, we desperately need you. We need your help. We're asking for your help. And let everyone say in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you and you may be seated. It is in fact, an iconic picture. It is a picture of war history taken there at Camp Cody, New Mexico, a bird's eye view. And the picture on the screen behind me, that which looks like the head of a horse is some 650 men who have joined together standing in perfect formation to honor those of you that are given to history and enjoy history you understand that this picture of this horse's head was formulated by these 650 men so that it might pay tribute to the some 8 million horses who gave their lives in the battle of world war 1 how many know there are no wars that are free and while we often think of the men, and maybe we even think of the ammunition, we don't often think 
of the animals that brought them access and brought them expedience to the front line. We don't consider the horses or the mules that carried the packs and were able to endure harsh weather and trying conditions, even horses that ended up with what would later be recognized as PTSD. They endured starvation, they endured exhaustion, but it was the horses. For those of you who, like I, grew up in a place where someone close to you liked Westerns, you've seen some great acting along the way, and you have heard the galloping of horses. How many in this room have ever rode a horse before? You've Welcome to Texas. <laughs> it's a lot of hands. How many in this room ride horses on a regular basis? Raise your hands. Oh, they are scarce now. How many rode a horse for an extended period of time and found out you never again wanted to ride a horse for an extended but in this time of war, this is, in fact, what they were doing. It's a staggering number, Brother Barkas, to consider 8 million horses given, recruited, taken. I've watched and read about this story even this week, knowing what I was going to be preaching here this morning and what I have felt compelled. Again, I begin to read and begin to watch, listen to the stories of older men talking about being a small child when they came and took the horses from the barn because they were needed. Watched one elder talk, and he said, I cried myself to sleep when they came and took our horses. Still, some 80 years later, could tell their names because he never forgot them. But he talked about their necessity in war. I want you to show that short video clip. We'll try to do a little justice to the thought of horses in battle. I've tried to picture and imagine what it must have been and how it must have felt to hear the sound of horses galloping. How it must have been. It was one well-known author of World War One that said the first and the last global conflict in which the horse played a vital role was World War I. To which I would say I understand this author's purpose, but I have a Bible that tells me this was not the first global conflict. But in fact, riddled throughout the pages of this text, horses find entrance over and over again. And it is here in Jeremiah where we are reading about the Babylonian enemy. And we know that it would be a type and a shadow of the world and of sin. Ladies and gentlemen, there always has been and there always will be an enemy of God's people. There always has been. If you want your marriage to be successful in this family month, there always has been and there always will be an enemy against your marriage. If you want to have a right mind, there always has been and there always will be 
an enemy against a sound or a right mind. If you want to be an individual that is unwavering in your commitment to Christ, I, I know I sound like a broken record, there always has been and there always will be an enemy to those who are trying and striving to live consistent. And it is here in Jeremiah chapter 51, in the account and the consideration of the Babylonian army, not just the rider, but the horse that is bringing the rider. Not just the rider, because marching alone would be intimidating, but the size and the scope and the speed of a horse. And not just one horse, but a host of horses that have been taken, have been gathered, and have been committed to the cause of killing and taking the people. And yet it is here that there is a word that is tied to the old uh, book of Exodus where it says the horse and the rider. The horse and the rider. They will be broke in pieces. Now I want to give you historical context. There is no way to prove scripture like scripture. Those who have a high view of text understand that this is God's flawless word. And there is precedent. Yes, the Spirit of the Lord moving upon Jeremiah in this portion. But there is already precedent for which I want to take you back to the book we've been working in over this month. To the book of Exodus. If you'll turn there in your Bible. Exodus chapter 15. We know the famous narrative, we understand that the Egyptians have now been chasing after the children of Israel. They have been coming after them. The uh, hardening of the heart has returned and they are following them into the Red Sea. We know the miracle and the provision that the Red Sea has been rolled back. But ladies and gentlemen, I would implore you to strive to put yourself in the place of one of the children of Israel that have been chased by not just the men of Egypt, but the horses. Imagine those that have journeyed that here in the galloping distance, that onslaught of army that is coming behind them. And after they follow them into the sea, we know that it was in fact a miracle from God to open the Red Sea. But I want to tell you and remind us it was also a miracle for God to close the Red Sea. For some of us, he has already opened the Red Sea for us to get apart. But we are now in a place where he needs to close the Red Sea on the enemy that has been chasing us and pursuing us and striving. I mean this very intentional to intimidate us. It is hard to dance in the grassy pastures of Zion while we hear the hoof prints in the distance of our enemy. Did you really bring us 
through the Red Sea to let us die here. So I will tell you with every bit of a miracle that it was for him to open the Red Sea with appropriate timing. It was miraculous for him to close the Red Sea. And that is where some of us are today. We need the Red Sea to close. And in fact, that did occur. How many believe in the truth of this text that God did in fact part the Red Sea for them, but he also did close the Red Sea. And the army that was chasing after them, Brother Turner, they were swallowed up in the grave of that water. Not just the rider, but the horses as well. I, I feel a word from God for someone today. And I, I don't want to preach before I preach, but allow me this introductory moment to tell you it's not just what has been attacking you but God is ready to eradicate what has been intimidating you not just the not just the devil himself but every horse that the enemy has been riding you see the wrong thing and it triggers fear in you you smell a certain smell and it triggers intimidation and fear you hear a song that reminds you of a day gone by and it's like the enemy upon a horse that has rode into the current context of your life you hear the beeping of a hospital bell somewhere in a difference and it transports you back into a hospital room yourself and fear grips you. You, 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 you. you see someone walk across the room and they remind you of a previous abuser and it triggers, it's a horse that that carries you but I believe with all my heart what the Lord spoke to me this week it's not just the rider but it is the intimidating horse that continues to carry you think you get two steps forward in God and then the horse intimidates you and, and you hear the galloping of your past and it knocks you back two or three rungs I've come to remind us today the devil is a liar he is an accuser of the brethren. He is an intimidator. But the Lord rides on a swift cloud. And he can destroy the horse and the rider. The rider is secondary. But I want the horse. I want that intimidation to die. I want that fear to die. I want that anxiety to die. I want that condition. Come on, you got to stop feeling that condemnation. You've got to stop letting what they did to you 20 years ago destroy you. It's not just the rider, but the horse. I want you to throw your hands towards heaven all over this house, if you will. I could call people out in this room right now. I feel it. I feel it radiating off of you right now. I feel it resonating in your spirit. Some people that you're not even exuberant, but I feel it radiating off of you right now. You can barely get out of church before you think about that situation at home that's waiting on you. You can barely make it through your day without some horse of intimidation or frustration. 
or irritation carrying it back to you and you hear the horse galloping up to you don't you clap your hands like you're going to be happy you know what kind of job you're working don't you don't you act like God's been good to you you know the situation with your in-laws don't you act like God's been good to you and I've come to preach from heaven to somebody today it's the galloping of a horse it's the intimidation of the, it's bringing it to you swiftly but I challenge somebody to throw your hands towards heaven and say God not just the enemy but that thing which is bringing the enemy close why the horse because the horse makes up ground quickly it was long before automobiles it was long before the airplanes it was long before they could jump on something that would move them there at hundreds of miles an hour. When we started building engines, we started building them based on horse power. If you got a boat, you got a motor that's based on horsepower. But when it comes down to horsepower, my Bible tells me in Revelation 19 that there is one upon a white horse. I know there have been a lot of enemies. I know there have been a lot of horses. The eight million of World War I do not contend with the power of one who is mightier and more powerful than any other. And the Red Sea crashed in on them. It did. It did. I don't care what science teachers say, it did. Doesn't matter how much they're trying to indoctrinate our children. It did. The Red Sea caved in on them. And the Bible says in Exodus chapter 15 that Miriam understood by Joshua as probably the only sister of Moses. Miriam grabbed a timbrel. Babe, I'm, part, I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but I need you to grab that. Hand, hand her that right there. Just, just sh shake. And what happened there is probably what happened here. People kind of say, what's that about? And so Miriam lifted that thing. And she shook it again. And she said, I'm not just shaking this for no reason. But the Bible says, Miriam, the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took the timbrel in her hand. And all the women went out after her with timbrels and with dances. And here's what it says in 21. Go to the next verse. And Miriam answered them, sing to the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. Babe, I want to hear it again. Just lift it. Somebody needs to hear the timbrel in your mind. I know you've been hearing the galloping of the horses, but you need to know that the horses are in the sea. 
Man, I'm preaching to somebody right now. You have been having nightmares. You cannot even sleep. You're waking up in a cold sweat. I know where I'm at right now. You've been waking up. The devil's been stealing your rest. You can't even live. You're trying to be a Christian, but every time you try to sleep, you hear the galloping of the hook. Every time you close your eyes, you see an army and horses. You're looking back over your shoulder through the walls of water. And you still see the enemy closing in on you. But this is what I want you to hear. I want you to hear deliverance. I want you to feel victory. I want you to know you don't have to live intimidated. You don't have to live overwhelmed. You better hear me right now. If he could have destroyed you, he would have destroyed you all. If he could have destroyed your family, he already would have. If he could have really stole your praise, he already would have. If he could have taken your mind, he already would have. If he was going to... Quit listening to the horses. Both the horse and his rider are in the sea. And we have found deliverance in the only saving name. In the name of Jesus. I want us to lift our hands and lift our voices all over this. Hey, babe, I I want you to take that timbre. I want you to put it in Sister Hunter's hand. Sister Hunter, I want you to lift that, and I want you to... Sister Hunter, find somebody. Find you another woman to hand it to, and that'll... Lift it real high and shake it real... The Bible said it wasn't just Miriam, but it went from Miriam... To the next woman, to the next woman, to the next, until the whole. Come on, until the entire pastor said, I don't hear hooves anymore. All I hear is worship. All I hear is the timbrel. All I hear is, come on, you can turn your praise up so loud that you cannot hear the hoof prints. You can turn your worship up so loud. You can't hear the abuse. You can't hear the neglect. You can't hear the intimidation. I wish you'd lift your praise. Come here, Sister Titus. Just walk out of here. Shake that thing the whole time. Just, Just walk across the front of this place. Sister Robeson, come get it from her. Come get it from her. And I want you to take it. Come on, I want you to take it. Because it's not just for her, it's for your family. I want you to just walk. Come on, Miriam and the ladies. They took that timbrel and they begin to dance and they begin to sing. The Lord has broken up the horse and his rider. Come on, mama, you got to get your shout back. 
Come on, you gotta get your worship back. Miriam, hey Miriam, what are you doing? Hey ladies, what are you doing? Brother Mac, what are they doing? I tell you what they're doing. They are not allowing the intimidation of what could have been. Hear me. Or even what was. There are people all across this room. It's not just what could have been, it's what was. It happened. They got sick. And I feel that today. So they got sick. The third time while I've been preaching that I've heard hospital bells ringing. You know the sounds you hear in a room? I believe there's people in this room right now. Anytime you hear a sound in that pitch, it takes you back to it. I want you to stop letting the enemy hear a book let me take a poll of the crowd. Now listen, you got to be honest right here. you got to be honest right here. If you're in this room right now and the enemy has been trying to steal your rest, I want you to lift your hand real high. Hold it real high. Don't be intimidated. Look how many hands. That's why I'm... The Lord woke me up this week with these words. The horse and his rider. I didn't know what verse it was. I didn't know where it was found, Brother Turner, but I had been in prayer and I had asked God humbly before God. I said, please don't let me preach anything that's not a direct word to your people. And the Lord woke me up with the words, the horse and his right. You're supposed to be running your toes through the cool grass. You're supposed to be recognizing that in spite of it all, you've made it through. And I know maybe some are missing, but you're here. Please hear me right now. I don't want this to be too strong, but I do want it to be revelatory and helpful as I feel prompted by the Holy Ghost. You cannot live in today and your past at the same time. Hear me. If you got things from the past you need to make right, then you better make them right. But if you've got old, you've got old pains and old hurts and old wounds. And every time you close your eyes, you hear the galloping. Every time you walk down and try to pray, some of you, he's taken so much of your energy, you don't even try to walk down anymore. Because you can't even get to the front without hearing the galloping. Can you play that galloping one more time while we're standing across this route? Play that little video. Play. I want to hear that galloping sound. Play it again. I don't know why it happened. 
Come on, the Bible said he gave me a new song. He put a new song. He put a new song. He put a new song. Come on, the old author wrote it. Lord, put it in my heart. He put a song in my heart today, a song of his praise. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to lift your hands all over the room. I want you to lift your voice. I'm done. Stand with me if you can, if you will. 